Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, we are talking about options for Catholic brides and grooms who want to combine a Disney wedding with a traditional ceremony. So today I'm speaking with three Disney brides who each chose a different option for combining their Catholic faith with a Disney wedding. And I'm going to start with Renee Martin, who was able to have a wedding at home and then a wedding at Disney. So welcome, Renee. Thank you for having me on the show. I really appreciate the opportunity to get to share my experience with you. Well, I'm so glad that you're willing to share it because I think it's a great option for someone and people will be interested to hear how you did this. First of all, what made you choose to do the two wedding route rather than maybe having a convalidation ceremony when you got back or getting married at a Catholic church in Orlando and then having the reception at Disney? I am... I would say very Catholic. I go to church every Sunday. I always have since I was a little girl. And so when I first broke the news to my parents that I wanted to get married in Disney World, that was the first thing that they had said back to me was, well, what about church? And it is something that's really important to me. And I believe that my church is my family. I care a lot about what my priest thought about the idea of getting married in Disney. So even before I signed the LOA or the letter of agreement, I went and had a conversation with my priest. And when my husband and I went to speak with him, I gritted my teeth and I said, you know, I really want to get married in Disney. And he went in to explain to us. He was very relaxed about the whole thing, which I appreciated. And he went in to explain to us, you know, the um, stance of the Catholic Church, which was that, you know, if I did choose to do the Disney wedding and then have the ceremony afterwards, what basically would happen would be that I would not be able to receive communion in the church until my vows were blessed. And he basically said it would kind of be like, you know, you're really not part of the Catholic faith at that point until your vows are blessed. And with all the effort that my husband and I put into being Catholic, I kind of wasn't willing to go that route at that point. So he did say to me, what we could do is you could have your wedding first, because in the eyes of the church, it would be considered the full union. You know, um, he would sign it civilly and he would sign it religiously, the marriage certificate. And at first I was kind of a little taken aback thinking to myself, oh my goodness, like people are not going to want to come to our Disney wedding. They're just going to want to come to this. And then I thought about it and I thought, you know what? This is kind of like our way of saying that God is blessing our Disney wedding. So I came up with this whole theme of saying the blessing of our upcoming Disney wedding, even though we were technically married. I didn't really say that, but it kind of started a theme for me. Um, So on the invitations, I had said, this is the blessing of our upcoming Disney wedding. And that's the route that I went 
when I proceeded to sign the letter of agreement that I always knew that I was going to have the church first and then Disney second. That's an interesting approach. Did you then find that because you were focusing on it more as a blessing, it didn't feel like you were planning two full weddings? Correct. That's absolutely correct. The blessing was definitely a lot more casual. I did wear a dress. And like I had said before, I really look at my church as my family. I go to church there on Sunday and I look across the pew and I can say, you know, I've known these people across from me for my whole entire life. So what we had actually chose to do was get married at Sunday Mass with my entire parish there to watch it. And it was a much, much, much different kind of ceremony. Um, Like I said, I did wear a dress. My husband did have a suit on, but we chose to process in with the priest and we sat with the parish and then he invited us up to the altar to say the vows in front of the congregation. And then, you know, we went and returned back to the seat. So it was much less formal. And then my mom and my aunt actually had planned a party at my aunt's house, not necessarily a reception. We did have a DJ and there definitely was basically catered food there, but I was in a much less formal dress. So it was more of a party than it was an actual reception. Interesting. So then did you invite the same people to both? See, that was a little bit tricky because one other thing about planning the Disney wedding was that we were paying for it ourselves. And so paying for the Disney wedding ourselves in combination with the expense of traveling because we're from the north, there were many people that were not able to either A, be invited or B, they couldn't afford themselves to come down to Disney. So the blessing was much larger. We had more than 100 people come to that and more than 100 people come to the party itself, whereas Disney was smaller. We had like 30 to 35 people actually attend the wedding in Disney. Those same 35 people, they did also attend the blessing, but we did have a much bigger crowd at the actual blessing itself. Interesting. Now, when you were at Disney, did you incorporate any Catholic wedding traditions into your ceremony there? I did. I had actually had Reverend Tim Herring. He did the ceremony and he was great. Right from the first phone call, I um, contacted him and he called me right back and he and I had explained to him. I said, you know, I'm very Catholic and I really would like this to be as much of a Catholic ceremony as possible. And he said, don't worry, I'm going to send you a book. So he had sent me this book that was called, I believe it was something like Getting um, Married for People Outside of the Catholic Church. And basically what it was is a whole entire book of a Catholic ceremony minus communion, basically. So our ceremony in Disney was basically a Catholic ceremony. But like I said, without communion, I was able to have everything that a Catholic ceremony would have. I had two readings and the blessings and it was nice because I felt as though it was a great amount of time. I really felt like, you know, when you get married, your ceremony is the most important parts of the wedding because that's actually when you're coming together as one, you know, and I was happy that it was a good amount of time that we spent in the pavilion during that ceremony. That's good to hear. 
And now I'm just curious which date you have decided to use for your anniversary or if you have two anniversaries. <laughs> it's funny because I really think that I would take as many anniversaries as possible. <laughs> And um, I would definitely use that on my husband. I at least try. Like, I'll, I'll like say, well, today is this anniversary, so we need a special dinner or takeout or something. But I really choose the date that we had our wedding in Disney as our actual anniversary. As much as the church is so important to me, that day in Disney was my wedding day. And it was certainly the best day of my life. So I choose that day as my actual wedding day where we celebrate and I definitely will receive a present. (laughs) (laughs) So then do you have any tips or advice for someone who's considering being married at home first and then having a Disney wedding? I wouldn't necessarily say that I have any advice for someone who is going to choose the same route that I did. I think the most important thing that I wanted to get out there to our community of brides is that I think it's very important to do some soul searching inside and think about personally what's right for you. And then to have a conversation with the people that are just most important to you, including, you know, your future husband, your parents, And if it's someone who is Catholic, I would really strongly urge you to go and talk to your priest about what is right for you guys. This option was right for me, but I understand that it may not be right for everyone else. But I will just say again that I do not feel as though having the blessing took away from the wedding experience at Disney. And I was pretty happy about the fact that I was able to get my marriage license straightened out in my hometown. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was really, I felt comforting because, you know, when you go into that, okay, well, how do I get the marriage license? And, you know, I was really apprehensive about that. And when my priest had explained to me that if we do something first, then your marriage license will be in your city. So if you need another copy, and I'm sure there's very easy explanations for how you would get one in Florida if you lost it, but it just felt more comforting for me. Right, right. Cool. Well, is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your days? I do have it on Facebook. If you friend request me with through the group, I do have photos of my blessing there and my actual Disney wedding on there. I actually, when it came to planning the blessing, um, we did it as low cost as possible. So I did not have a photographer. I just have guest pictures. Got it. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to share on the show today. I think you've offered a lot of food for thought, maybe some ideas that people haven't considered. So thank you. Right. Okay. Thank you for having me on your show. It was a lot of fun. Now I'm speaking with Gina Semerad, who had a convalidation ceremony after her wedding at Walt Disney World. Welcome, Gina. Hello. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Um, first of all, what made you choose the convalidation option versus either getting married at home first or having your ceremony in a Catholic church in Orlando and then having a Disney reception? So when we first started our wedding planning, we were looking locally and assuming that we were going to get married in a church and have some regular wedding at a regular reception hall. But Disney was just always in the back of both of our minds. So I was Googling and I saw this convalidation ceremony option. And once we knew there was an option and the way to make this work, we decided to do Disney and to do it all the way. 
That's great. So now can you describe for my listeners how a convalidation ceremony works? So our ceremony was identical to what a normal church ceremony would have been. I walked down the aisle, we did all of the readings and had our regular I do's. The only difference was at the end of the ceremony, we signed our marriage certificate for the church, but we didn't actually sign anything legal for New York State. So it was just a full-on marriage in the eyes of the church and then basically a vow renewal in the eyes of New York State. Interesting. And so did you do a formal event where you wore your wedding gown and you had a reception afterward? I think I would have worn my wedding gown if I didn't have such a poofy wedding gown. (laughs) But since it was a less formal event, I just thought it was a better option for me to wear something more simple. My husband wore the same outfit he wore on the wedding day, and the groomsmen all wore their same suits. But I think they were just very excited to have another chance to party, (laughs) more so than actually caring about the formality of the event. A lot of my guests actually came up to me after the fact and said they were really sad that I didn't wear my wedding dress. But I think I would have felt a little silly. But other brides out there should definitely consider wearing their dress because I think people like to see things like that. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And then you mentioned you had a reception afterward? Yes. My mom plans a formal-ish barbecue in her backyard. So everyone got to come over after and party. And it was, it was nice because it was kind of our at-home reception for anyone that wasn't able to make it down to Disney. We had a couple of closer family members that things came up and they weren't physically able to travel. So it was nice to have another day to celebrate with them. And they were able to witness a wedding and still feel like they were part of it. What was the guest count at your convalidation versus at your Disney World wedding? We probably had about 50 to 60 people between the party and the actual ceremony on Staten Island in our convalidation ceremony. And in Orlando, we had 120. So (laughs) lots of people. (laughs) And so when you were at Disney, did you incorporate any Catholic wedding traditions into your ceremony? When we were first sat down to start planning, we thought about doing that, but we ended up saving all the Catholic ceremony traditions for the Catholic ceremony and just doing the fun stuff for Disney. (laughs) (laughs) So do you have any tips or advice for someone who'd like to be married at Disney but is thinking of having a convalidation ceremony? I think the thing that was most beneficial for us was that we started the process simultaneously with our Disney planning process. Probably a month or two after we booked our Disney wedding, we spoke to the priest and started sitting down with him and going through that whole process. And then we had we picked a date at that point. And we scheduled our pre-cana and we still did all the premarital counseling and everything was done and set before we went down to Florida. So that we were able to benefit from all of from that process with the Catholic Church, even though we didn't actually get married in the Catholic Church the first time. So it was just so much easier to do it all at the same time instead of having to go back into the bride mindset after you actually had your wedding day. That's a good point. Now, is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? Some of my photos are posted on the Root Weddings blog. They put up a preview for my wedding day. But also, if you find me on Facebook, my wedding photos are in a public album. So you'll be able to (laughs) find me there, too. That's great. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show today to share your experience. I think it'll be really helpful for someone who might be considering this option. I hope it works out for someone else as well as it worked out for us. My last guest today is Carolina Galarza, who was married at a local Catholic church in Orlando and then had her reception at Walt Disney World. So welcome, Carolina. Thank you. 
Well, I wanted to talk to you because I think this is a really great option for people who want to be married in the Catholic Church, but they also want to have a Disney wedding because there are several churches that are options in the Orlando area. And I was hoping maybe you could start by telling me how you guys chose this option versus getting married at home first or maybe doing a convalidation ceremony after you got back. Uh, We were looking for something more traditional. I didn't have my heart set on the wedding pavilion. It was about my my faith, and to me, it was more important to get married in the church than to have a blessing later on. I see. And so then how did you guys pick a church to use in Orlando? We had to call several churches and speak to the priest directly. Everybody has their own, their own rules and regulations, aside from the Catholic Church regulations. And we spoke to every priest. Some said no, they wouldn't marry us because we were out of town. Some said no, you know. We're not going to do it because you're having a reception in Disney. And others just, you know, gave us problems. There were a few that said, yes, let's do it. You know, they just were all for it. We met with the priest and we chose the one that we felt that was more suited towards us. Oh, and which church was that? Holy Redeemer Catholic Church in Apopka. Okay, so that's not too far from Disney, correct? No, it's about 15 minutes. Oh, that's great. So now, I know Disney is used to this, and they do more of these sort of combo weddings than you would think, but did you still find it tricky coordinating elements of the ceremony without Disney's help, like, say, floral or transportation? No, actually, they were very helpful. It, um, it surprised me a lot. They did floral. Laura went out there. She They did everything. They transported everything back to the reception. We used transportation. The only thing that we didn't use from Disney was the photography, we used an outside vendor. We used Harpist from Disney. I mean, everything was, was planned through our wedding planner. Wow, that's great. So that's a really neat option because it's basically the same as planning a Disney wedding. It just happens that the ceremony is off-site instead of at the wedding pavilion or someplace. Yeah, they were very helpful. That's cool. So then can you give my listeners an overview of how the day ran, starting from like when you were getting ready through to the end of the reception? Yeah. Early in the morning, we had we were getting ready. We had the photographer come over there. Floral came to the hotel, handled everything for us, met with the guys. We did all our bridal pictures there, our group pictures. Our planner met us at the hotel. Transportation was there, took everybody. We had the option of providing transportation for our guests to take them to the church and then bring them back. We, we decided not to go with that option. Most of our guests were driving in. Everybody had cars. It was okay. But we did have that option. Um, after that, you know, we arrived at the ceremony. We had a full, a full Catholic mass. After that, transportation took us back. Everybody went, met in one central location, and they took us over to Epcot. We, had, we actually had a cocktail hour during illuminations, and then we had our reception. Oh, neat. And where was your reception? The reception was in the Living Seas. Oh, nice. So then, do you have any tips or advice for someone who is thinking about combining an off-site ceremony with a Disney reception? I would say don't be discouraged. It's easier than you think. Some people make it really hard. You know, it's impossible. It can't be done. It can be done. It's very easy. You know, just you may get a lot of no's. Just feel through those no's, and you'll get the answer that you want. But if it's something that you have your heart set on, it can definitely be done. That's great advice. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? They can go to Randy Chapman's 
website. Uh, the pictures are on there, and I have posted some pictures in the in a few Facebook group pages for the Diz Brides and things like that. And I also have a planning journal on the Diz Boards. Oh, that's great. Well, Carolina, thank you so much for taking the time to share your story. I think it's a great option for someone who wants to get married in the Catholic Church but also wants to have a Disney wedding, and hopefully it will be helpful to others who are considering this. I hope so. Thank you so much. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. 